York County is so much more than just a stop for gas on I-8. 17 County is filled with unique individuals with unique stories just waiting to be told. Welcome to the 17 County Podcast with your host, Emily Perry. This is 17 County Podcast. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode. Be sure to like, subscribe, and listen. This helps our podcast grow, and we thank you for your continued support. We would also like to take the time to thank our York County Development Corporation members, Agriproducts, Cornerstone Bank, Nebraska Public Power District, and Central Valley Ag. Without these great members, we wouldn't be able to focus on the growth and development of York County here at the YCDC. So thank you. Let's get to the podcast. Today we have businesswoman, artist, and entrepreneur Tyler Hinton with us. Tyler is the owner of Rustic Dry Goods and is committed to creating quality, customized items for her customers. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. You bet. Okay, so we're going to start off easy. Tell me a little bit about you. Are you from this area? Not originally. I was born and raised in Texas. I moved here my freshman year of high school and my dad was the baseball coach at the college. And so I lived here my freshman, sophomore year of high school. Then we moved back to Texas because it was too cold for my family. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And then I moved back in September or October of 2007 to like, you know, check out this guy to see if this relationship might pan out. And here we are 16 years later. So, (laughs) well, I was going to ask what brought you back, but I think we kind of know now. Yeah. So you came back after so many years. What did you do right when you got back to York? I actually worked at UFC, now CVA. For a little while. Interesting. Yeah. My original degree is in interior design. And so that wasn't really something that there's a lot of out mm-hmm. here. And so I had worked at the college for a little stint and admissions. And then I moved over to CVA, which I guess it was UFC then. But yeah, I did that for two or three years. So yeah. Okay. And when did you start doing, well, back up. Let's explain what your business is before we dig into it. (laughs) So I own Rustic Dry Goods. We do screen printing, embroidery, sublimation, heat transfer vinyl, some signage, but not, I don't do a lot. Um, There's plenty of people who do that down at maybe. And then, but everything is pretty much custom. I also run our own line of clothing that I sell wholesale to like boutiques and some other places. And yeah. Okay. That's the general So I think I already know the answer to this, but how did this start? Where did you start? So after I left UFC, I went back to school to become a teacher and get qualified for that here in the state of Nebraska. I was a teacher for 10 years, and I had the guy that I did my student teaching with, my cooperating teacher, had run a screen printing business on the side the entire time almost that he was a teacher, and he decided to also retire from that, and he was like, would you be interested? And I was like, 100%, I will buy that. And Mm -hmm. I started doing it for kicks and giggles on the side and just did screen printing. And then once I left teaching, I decided to go full-time with it. So, and then I added embroidery. I think after one year we had added sublimation and vinyl. And then, yeah, so it just keeps growing and it's fun yeah hasn't slowed down not really no (laughs) that's a good thing it's a good thing and you're located in downtown york i am yes right across the kitty corner from the big cornerstone bank awesome so 
you have kind of a unique career. I think a lot of people don't really know what it entails. What yeah. would a normal day for you look like? Well, if there is normal, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's not a day that's the same, which is probably something I really enjoy about this. So I usually start off with emails and then I do some design work quotes, you know, run to the bank, email people to check back up on jobs, do some printing, um, phone calls, like all the things, all the all, things. and then all the business side of things too. You got to mm-hmm. do the taxes and do the things and yeah, things that they don't teach you in art school. Yeah. So. <laughs> right, right, right. so let's back up. We'll come back to this, but okay. let's back up a little bit. What did your parents do growing up? So my dad was a baseball coach and then, and he was also an educator. So he did okay. both in varieties of ways. So for instance, when he was at York College, he was the chair of the PE department because we used to have a sole PE department back there. And he was also the head baseball coach. And then, but he did that all throughout my life, always did baseball lessons. And he was also a baseball scout for 30 years for the Dodgers. And then my mom was a secretary at Abilene Christian University on their campus for almost 30 years. So, wow. Yeah. That's a big time commitment. Yeah. (laughs) So, so you grew up in the baseball realm. I did very much so. How so, much fun was that? I loved it. Last. I absolutely adore baseball and I'm a nerd and <laughs> I love taking stats of baseball. So really? Yes. Mm, okay. So, yeah. Good to know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'd ever use that, but I'm sure <laughs> the opportunity will come up. So you said you guys kind of came here, went back. You you were kind of familiar with the York area. What right. really drew you to coming back besides the boy? Besides the boy. I just really so I had I have an interesting route of getting here. So okay. I, you know, did the normal thing, high school, college, graduated. I had started grad school and then I got an internship in Nantucket, Massachusetts, oh. and I was out there for almost 9 months and then the internship ended. And I desperately wanted back into the Midwest. Mm. I missed this way of life. And I had also learned I am not a big city girl. Mm. So I really wanted the small town life. And I had this guy I was interested in. And I already knew I liked York. So it panned out really well. The rest is history. The rest is history. Hmm. So I really, really like it here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm glad you do. Uh, You have a successful business. I I think so. Uh, From the outside (laughs) looking in, you look like you're doing great. (laughs) And it seems like it's going okay. So Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any future plans for your business? We are running out of space. Mm. So I would say... I probably should be looking for (laughs) somewhere to expand at some point because we have outgrown where we're at and we're just making it work. So, but it's hard to find kind of what we're looking for Mm -hmm. in, in our small town because our, our downtown is actually thriving. I feel like at the moment, a lot of our buildings are full and I think that's amazing. So just trying to find something that might work Mm -hmm. potentially in the long run. So yeah. Yeah. congratulations on growing that much. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's exciting. So yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So how many staff do you guys have? I have one full time outside of me mm-hmm. and then I have three part time. Okay. So so four, five, five plus I guess you. total if you count me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess absolutely. you could if you count my husband, it would be six. He does a few things here and there. So Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm sure that you put in not many hours at all, right? Never. Yeah, just a few. Just <laughs> yeah, a few. Just a couple. So, yeah. 
what would you say is the favorite, like your favorite part of work? Design work. The creative side? Yeah, I really do love just playing an illustrator and doodling on my iPad. And yeah, I, I'm an artist at heart. Mm-hmm. So I love the design thing. I love trying to help people learn about branding and how to better make their logos work for different yeah. things and and making sure it all like matches and yeah. yeah and big marketing branding I love all of that so absolutely yeah. and you created your logo didn't you I did yeah it's I drew beautiful it. well thanks <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome I love it so yep and you can kind of see your artistic side even walking into your building I mean oh thanks you've done a lot of really neat stuff in there that I would have never come up with oh so. thank you I appreciate yeah. that it's beautiful <laughs> so do you have a favorite thing that you like to create like is there a certain type of printing or embroidery or anything like that that's your favorite printmaking has always been something I've really enjoyed mm-hmm. and so I do really enjoy the whole process behind screen printing and just the ins and outs of it and learning it there's such a nerd. I'm sorry. I'm going <laughs> to no, geek go, out for a second. Okay. So, but there's just a lot of like sciencey things and problem solving stuff that always comes up with it and like color theory and mixing mm. the inks and I don't know. I just really enjoy it. So, and there's a lot within printmaking that you can do that's also screen printing, but also like not screen printing. There's, <laughs> so like, there's just like fun things that I do that I'm always like, Ooh, I wonder if that would work. And so then I'm just like turn into like a little experimenter and yeah. I've actually been doing a lot of that today, trying to figure out a job. So, you know, it's just fun yeah. stuff that my, I think my employees think I'm crazy sometimes <laughs> because they're just like, you look so excited to be like, not able to figure out how this <laughs> is going to work. And I'm like, but it's like so fun. Yes. <laughs> so oh, that creative, yeah, yeah. Creative piece of things I'm sure is essential yeah it's fun yeah so So, uh, what would you say I mean of course you're an artistic person but do you have something that really drives you to keep going I know being a business owner is a lot Mm -hmm. it's a lot of work what drives you to just show up every day and keep keep making product that's a really good question I know throwing you on the spot I I don't I just like really enjoy what I do Mm. is that a good answer it absolutely (laughs) is I I don't know. I love coming down to the shop. I love people coming in and saying, hey, and literally there's not a day that's the same. And that's what I always enjoyed about teaching as well. Mm -hmm. Like every day was different. And I just, I don't know. I just really, Mm -hmm. I love the challenge and the growth and the experimenting and I don't know, I feel like I've kind of made something that's made for me. So oh, yeah. it fits my personality. So yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, let's say that I am a person who wants to start a business, has this great idea, and I don't know what to do. What mm-hmm. kind of advice would you give them? The advice I was given, because I went to friends who have MBAs, because mm, I did smart. not know what I was doing. <laughs> and they said, you know, research like business plans and like, what would it take to run the business that you do figure out how much your costs would be and then how much you need to make per month in order to then cover those costs Mm -hmm. and then price yourself for those things like it was they taught me a lot with all that so that was kind of what I started with and now I'm at a point where I'm like figuring out lots of other different things but like it's that was kind of my starting point was I literally just researched screen printing business business plans mm. like a nerd. I also really like research. Yeah. So <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So definitely figure out the numbers, figure out mm-hmm. the research side of things. What would, what piece of advice would you give to someone? Let's say 
they kind of have that part figured out. They're kind of getting settled. But, I mean, there's still that huge growth curve, you know, that you have right. to get used to. What advice do you have for people looking to stick it out, for lack of a better term? I think reflection's kind of key mm-hmm. whenever you hit that point and making sure, like, okay, is this what I want? Is this fitting what I want my business to be, where I want it to go? Yeah. Are these – figure out which areas are working, and if those areas – can you make more growth and then how do I push that growth and kind of look more into that realm? Cause I feel like there's always different areas within a business. Some of mm-hmm. them will do well at different times of the year. Absolutely. So like screen printing is crazy busy in the summers mm-hmm. and embroidery is crazy busy in the winters. And so they balance each other out really well for a business like mine. And, but I, I always think about like, as a teacher, they always made you like write these journals and reflect on how your lesson plans went. And I kind of feel like I do the same thing as a business owner mm. is like, how did that work? And let me go back on the last six months. And did I do that correctly? And so I feel like reflection is kind of the big part whenever you hit that part where like, okay, what's my next step? And let yeah. reflect back actually. And like, look at how it went. Then how can you continue to implement what you're doing? And then mm. where's your next steps of growth and like figure out kind of action plans and then steps to then complete those action plans so yeah that's what I do I don't know if it's right that sounds like a very (laughs) yes that sounds brilliant to me okay well thanks (laughs) I'll take it so let's say somebody has a big project and they want to bring it to you how do they contact you what questions should they have already answered when they come to you the biggest thing I communicate mostly through email so I would say contact me through email hello at rusticdrygoods.com And then knowing what it is you're looking for. If you know you need 50 Mm t-shirts, like, do you want a soft t-shirt? Do you want cheap t-shirt? Do you Mm -hmm. want, like, the nicest t-shirt that exists? Like, those types of price points would significantly help. And then what do you want on your shirt? That's always the biggest question is, like, how many locations do you need something? Do you want screen print? Do you want embroidery? Do you... You know, what's your price point is always the biggest question for pretty much everyone. So knowing I, this is what I want, but then sometimes they're like, this is my budget. I can usually finagle some things mm-hmm. and figure some stuff out. And, you know, Make so yeah. price point's usually the biggest thing that I, I usually need from people. So, okay. And yeah. what is, I mean, I know it depends on size of order and all that, but mm-hmm. what would you say normal turnaround time is? Right now, we're like seven to ten business days, oh, more towards the seven. Yeah. I mean, in the summertime, we're usually pushing more. Like, I'm talking about screen printing because that's yes. always, <laughs> like, the one that I always refer back to. But in the summers, that usually sometimes backs up to 14 days just mm-hmm. because it's the busy season. So, yeah. yeah. I'm Don Freeman II. I'm president and CEO of Agri-Products in York, Nebraska. We are a manufacturer of quality equipment, uh, grain handling. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm excited for summer because I am sick of the cold. Right. But (laughs) speaking of, we're going to go into some hot potato questions. What? (laughs) Surprise! They're they're really easy, like Coke or Pepsi type questions. Sorry, what popped in my head is, you know the episode of Friends where Phoebe, like, ask like speed questions <laughs> yeah. that's what popped in my head and I was like oh no what I'm am I what's gonna this. come out of my mouth <laughs> no no not not as serious this is just kind of getting us away from the interview to like yeah that's fine oh, no more deep questions for a little yeah. while summer or winter summer 
<laughs> I agree. <laughs> Sorry. That born and quick. raised born and raised in the desert. Summer. Mm-hmm. Fair, <laughs> fair point. But TVs or movies? TV. TVs or movies. I don't know if I worded that right, but yes, TV. Okay. Yeah. Book or movie? Book. Do you have a favorite genre? Kind of like fantasy and also kind of like documentary type, Ooh, like information, okay. literal research nerd. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fruit or vegetables? Neither. Okay. Yeah. Fun fact, I'm actually allergic to fructose. What? Yeah, that's really? a thing. Yeah, it sucks. I, I The only fruit I can eat is strawberries. Really? So, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I know. I've I'm, never heard of that before. Yeah, it's like a newer thing. They're finding a lot of people actually have it that they said had IBS, and it's not oh, actually IBS. Really? Yeah. So Interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. Learn something go. new every day. I know. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Travel or stay at home? Hmm. What time of year is it? <laughs> okay, yeah. Valid question. Valid but question. no, probably travel. Okay. I'm, a, I'm an adventure seeker, so. Do you yeah. have a favorite destination? Mountains. Uh, so like Colorado? Yeah, Montana. Mm, okay. All of those things, yep. Farm or city? Farm. I think we kind of yeah. answered that earlier. <laughs> no, it's, fine. it's good. Um, games or card games? Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I think card games. Okay. Yeah. I think card games. I think I agree with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to jump right back into the interview. Okay. So we're going to kind of back it up to your career path. I know we kind of covered it a little bit, but let's talk like first job, possibly still in high school. What were you doing? Oh, Lordy. My first job actually was whenever I was a sophomore in high school here in York. Uh, there was a lady here in town that ran like a potpourri business that sold in the Neiman Marcus catalog. And she, she wasn't like open to anyone, but she made all of her stuff. I, in like my head, I remember what the building looked like. And now when I look at downtown, I think it was probably where Mr. Dukes is now. Okay. I'm not sure, but it was somewhere on that side of town. And I went and I put ribbons on the boxes and I put labels (laughs) on the bottles. Very exciting. Yes. <laughs> and she loved me because I put the labels on straight because I am a very highly detail-oriented human. So <laughs> I'm a perfectionist. And then I worked for a lady that sold these angels also here mm. in town. I actually did both jobs at the same time for a little while. And I would color the cards that she put the angels on. Okay. So, again, artsy, fartsy job. Yeah. <laughs> and then we moved to Texas, and I worked in a floral shop. And I made Ooh. mums. If you don't know what Texas mums are for homecoming, you should check it out and be mortified. And then, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then in college, I worked for the creative services department for my university, doing graphic design type stuff and mostly carrying things around campus and getting mail <laughs> and answering the phone. But yeah, that type of stuff. And then I also worked for HR when I was in grad school, mm-hmm. did that for a little while, learned all about I-9s. Mm. And then I then I had a job where I worked for the Nantucket Historical Association. Oh, interesting. And that's whenever I was in Massachusetts. I gave tours of the island. So that was oh, kind cool. of, I was pursuing history type stuff at the time. And so it was, again, the research side of me. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was a really cool job. And then I moved here, worked in admissions for a small time, then worked at UFC then became a teacher, 
And while I got my teaching certificate, I actually worked for a hard of hearing student we had on campus, and huh. I did something. It's called TypeWell, and I typed everything that was said in class, and it wow. showed up on her computer so she could follow along with what was happening, and I would ask questions for her and things like that, and then because she could type back to me her questions. And that's what paid for my education, essentially, while I did that. I went to her classes and then went to mine, and then and I got my degree. Huh. That was a fun job. And then I was a teacher for 10 years, and now I own my own business. Never where I thought I would be, but yeah. I fully love it. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a it's, big It's seriously a really weird step. path. <laughs> <laughs> but, so. I mean, they say every career leads to your next thing, and yeah. everything leads up to where you're meant to be, and it all helps. Yeah, and it's true. Yeah. So it's weird because there's things that I've done, and every single one of them I pulled – information from in order to do the business I'm doing so it's kind of funky like it's weird but it works really well so yeah yeah. one thing that we so we do regional career day Mm -hmm. lots of high schoolers and one thing that we really hammer is like guys there's open doors everywhere you just got to walk through them and it might not be what you want to do but it'll help it'll help it really does yeah and if anything you learn oh maybe this is not for me exactly or if you thought maybe that sounds dumb, and then you do it, you're like, this is the coolest job ever. You mm-hmm. never know. So yeah, that's how I ended up in Nantucket. Most bizarre, random thing on the planet. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool, though. That's yeah. neat. Tell me a little bit more about that experience. What was that even It was like? <laughs> really fun. <laughs> I had just finished grad school, and which there's a whole story there, but I won't go into it. And then, <laughs> yeah, I got hired for this, like, tour job. I don't know. I can't even remember the name of my job, but I was underneath the education director and I gave tours of the island and tours of the historical sites in the museum. And then they gave us housing and I lived in the back of one of the historical sites that I gave tours of. It was super cool. And it was a gorgeous home. And that island is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so I just like hung out on the island all summer through the fall and then yeah and then at the end of it I moved here and so but I I'm my boss and I both lived in the backside of the house and hung out together and she grew up out east and mm. so she'd never really learned how to cook beef oh, really? and I didn't know how to cook fish so we taught each other like cooking oh, and, cool. and it was a really wild and just neat experience and there's and there's an absurd amount of people in Nantucket in the summer, and mm. a lot of them are famous. And so you Ooh. would just walk to the grocery store and, like, see famous people who were there for vacation at their, like, second home. And I was like – so I have, like, a list that I kept of people that I saw, and it was oh, just so really neat. fun. I was like, this is so cool. Never said a word to any of them because I was, yeah. like, too scared. <laughs> but, yeah, it was really – it was really fun. That's so. cool. Do you have, like, favorite person you ever met? I have to ask. Probably John Kerry while I was out there. Okay. That was really cool. A couple of times, actually. But his, his wife is of the Heinz family. Okay. I don't know if you know that. And they had donated a lot of money to the museum for one of the things in there. And so they got a private tour. Somehow oh. in this thing, I ended up giving that tour. So that was really fun. I gave a Whoa. private tour to the both of them. And then literally my brother came to visit like two weeks later and we, I took him to my favorite sandwich shop as we were walking out. I literally walked just right into John Kerry's chest. And I was like, hi. And he was like, how are you doing? And I was like, uh-huh. this is really weird because the only reason you know me is from work. And yeah. I just, I mean, I ran into him. And I was, <laughs> it was 
<laughs> yeah. So, no, he was really nice, actually. And, yeah, it was well, that's, fun. So. That's cool. Not many people can say that. So. Well, not at least in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, not in the Midwest. Yeah. Right. So, but, yeah, I saw Aerosmith from a distance. Oh, that cool. was, which was his name, Steven Tyler. Yeah. Walked past him and then turned around and, like, freaked out. And I was like, eh. that was the only yeah, one. I, I literally freaked is. out. I was like, that's Steven Tyler. I was like, oh, my gosh. So, but before Obama became president, he was there that summer. And, like, kind of doing, like, stump speeches or whatever with people. And so one of my coworkers was like, come with us. And I was like, who is this guy? (laughs) But they're all very Democratic out there. So Mm. there was a lot of that. And that's very different from what I (laughs) am accustomed to. And so that was, it was just a totally different lifestyle. Mm. And they have different churches than what I was experiencing mm. in life. And so I went to all of those. I was like, I'll check them all out. Yeah, I was like, why was not? Just, I just, I just lived it all. So, and oh, I cool. made some friends and they took me clam hunting. I okay. guess. I don't know what to call that. There's probably a name for it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure. And then we cooked the clams. I don't know. It was Ooh. cool. Yeah. So just like, you know, things that we don't have here, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it was neat. That is really cool. Mm-hmm. Huh. Who would have thought? I know. Yeah. That's so. Okay. Back to the business. Keep coming <laughs> back to it because it's awesome and you're doing great things. Yeah. So I know that you were kind of in the process of building up your business from your house for a little bit. Right. right? And then yeah. you decided to transition to a storefront. Right. What was that transition like? It was mostly a lot of two things. One, convincing my husband to take <laughs> <Fair>. the risk <laughs> and two, convincing myself that mm. I was capable of doing it. Oh, I was extremely self-doubt, um, whatever that word is mm. anyway. And, but I mean, I had done it on the side as a teacher and I just kept getting more and more asks for jobs, which made me always feel good, but I always just tried to keep it on the down low. I barely advertised. Mm-hmm. I barely posted on social media at that time because I was like, I don't, I don't have time for more. Right. And whenever I left teaching, I kind of gave myself a good six months of like testing the waters to mm-hmm. see if this was something that would be a good fit. And I, I really pushed things on social media and mm-hmm. tried to grow and it did. And within probably just four months of doing that, I was starting to be like, I think this is something we could do full-time, Trent. Trent, we could do this full-time. And he was, he's a very well-thought-out, patient man. And Mm so we had to really plan. And But yeah, around my birthday, I finally got him to agree. And we we jumped all in, feet first. That's awesome. And it's working. It it seems like it's working. I don't want to put words in your mouth. I mean, I, I can't complain. I'm able to support my family, and that's the big deal. So, yeah, and that's, absolutely. yeah. So, absolutely. yeah. Man. Well, congratulations. You're, from what I can tell, you're doing great. You have great products. I've never been disappointed with anything. Well, thank so you. I appreciate that. Amazing. That's good to hear. Yeah. So, yeah. it's interesting because you don't always hear the positives uh-huh. whenever people enjoy it, but you always, they really come back to you when you do something wrong. wrong. <laughs> and I will always fix it. Mm-hmm. And it, but yeah, you don't always hear the positive. So thank you. That's good yeah. to hear. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. Before we kind of wrap things up, do you have any parting words of wisdom, whether that's oh, to gosh. someone starting a business or someone in high school or whatever, what would you want to tell them? I know I'm putting you on the gosh, spot. These are good questions. Parting words of wisdom. 
or like why York County? Why why, why she used to be here? Yeah. Gosh, that's a good question too. <laughs> I don't know. I love this place. Mm-hmm. So I love York and York County because it, it really is good people. I cannot express that enough. Just fantastic people. And I know and like it's been fun being a business owner for that reason alone mm-hmm. because I have been here, gosh. What was it 14 years before I went full time with the business? Mm-hmm. And my community was pretty much just York college people yeah. and church people. And because I worked out of town for the majority of that time. Mm-hmm. And then um, when I started the business downtown and getting to meet what, what the York college people call townies, <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. like, and getting to know that it's like a whole nother community, mm-hmm. but it is our community. But yeah. I, I hadn't ever really branched out into it. I stuck within my little bubble and it, gosh, it really is fun. And there is, we really do have great things to do. We really do very good job of supporting the small businesses here in mm-hmm. town as like our chamber does some really great stuff. And I, there's just so many positive things and Really, I would say for the most part, I, our community does a really good job of supporting our downtown. Absolutely. So there's always, and I think I, I really want to stress, like, I think that uh, the businesses we have downtown work really hard to make sure that A, we don't overlap each other, mm-hmm. and B, that we're helping to provide things that you need so you don't have to maybe travel as yeah, much. Absolutely. And I think people are working really hard to try to give you that variety of items so that you know maybe you don't have to just jump on Amazon you could probably go downtown and find what you need yeah and so that's kind of why but I mean like we continually keep choosing York because it is a fantastic place to raise our kids they get all of the things that they need here our school system is fantastic our community is amazing and it is incredibly supportive if you need it if something pops up and people are there and Absolutely. that Midwest way of life and the farming and the hard work mentality, you can't beat it. And so, and then it's just a quaint little town with yeah. the red brick streets and the, mm-hmm. you know, it's cute. I love it. it. And I, it's safe. I don't mm. worry about my kids riding their bikes across town to a friend's house. And yeah, it's, yeah. Which is so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. So yeah, I guess I love it here. Yeah. So I don't know. That's I why. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> I couldn't have. That was awesome. Okay. Um, so I guess we will just go ahead and wrap it up then. Just one last plug before we end. How do people reach you? What is your email address? Hello at rusticdrygoods.com. Our website is rusticdrygoods.com. And our phone number is 402-764-1512. Awesome. So, yeah. Well, thank you again so much. I know I learned a lot, and I'm sure everybody listening has learned a lot as well. Well, And can't wait to see what comes next. Well, thanks. I can't either. In closing, we would like to once again take the time to thank our members, the people that help us drive change. We would like to thank York State Bank, Henderson State Bank, York General, Mead Lumber Company Incorporated, and York News Times. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. Catch you next time.